Hello and welcome. This is season three, episode two of the Afloat Clothing Podcast. Uh, I'm here, as always, with my buddy Caleb. Yep. We are here. If you're hearing something different, we got a little mic with us. Yeah. For the first time, we got a microphone. Shout out my brother. Shout out Elijah. Shout out Elijah. Got it for us. Little gift. Little Christmas gift, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. I mean, he listens almost every episode, as far as I know, so... Good little man. gift for him too as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give, him some, give him some better quality. Give you guys all some better quality to listen to. Um let's just jump right into it, man. I think um last last time what do you do you want to talk about last episode real quick? Because I was listening to it back today. I had to edit and record or I had to edit everything yeah, and make sure I, it was all I listened good. as well. What do you think? I thought it was a good episode. What did you think? I liked it, man. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, I didn't know if you had any thoughts, like specific thoughts on it since you brought it up. Or... No, not really. I'm just, I'm excited. We talked about doing like the whole um, kind of like uh, deep dive into uh, Salehi Bemri on yep. this episode, which we're going to do, yep. by the way. Paolo told me he got up bright and early, did a bunch of research. So. Yeah, did about an hour of research on Salehi Bemri, which is, is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but it also is just like now, like I talked to Caleb about it this this week, and it's like we're gonna do a deep dive on a designer every week, I believe. Yeah, at least for this season. Yeah. And we may continue it to next season if we like it, or and if you guys like it. If so. you guys like it, then we'll for sure keep doing it. But honestly, I love it. Like yeah. learning about learning about like designers and stuff like that, and learning about people that are like the movers and shakers of our like uni- like not universe exactly well like the fashion universe and just yeah. like what the the world that we're interested in is awesome exactly yeah um, and I'm, I'm really excited to learn about Salehi yeah because I really don't know much about him yeah and I've already picked who I'm going to do next week yeah Tremaine Emery yeah if you don't know he's the uh creative director at for Supreme right now yep so um, I'm very excited to learn more about him because again someone I don't know that much about but he's involved with one of my favorite brands so yeah I feel like I should no for sure exactly and like also I think it's just like it's cool because like we can we'll do a lot of like the people that are more recent and then I think it'd be cool to jump into like some Christian Dior sure yeah some Versace yeah you know uh, Gianni Versace and just you know some some of the different people that really created the whole couture culture as well. Yeah, and that, um, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I think yeah, like as long as you guys are all interested in the uh, in the deep dives, and we'll we'll keep doing them. But um, we're, all, we're always looking to dive in. Yeah, we're always <laughs> looking to dive in, man. Always looking to find more information. Um, but with all that being said, we'll get to Salehi Bembry in a moment. Let's talk a little bit about a float. Yeah. Um, Paulo, I understand, you know, obviously, as a float, we all struggle together. Yeah. But recently, there's just, like, tell them about what you've been trying to do lately and all the red tape you've gone up against. Oh, uh, man, with the... Uh, yeah, with, with, with yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, um, <laughs> we've been trying to figure out a space at uh, UIC. And like, like we said um, on the last episode, we're trying to find, or we're... We're, we're going to do an in-person event at UIC. Um, we spoke a little fast for that, honestly, because now we're not sure if we can do an event at UIC. Um, I had, had this great contact back and forth with someone that was going to sign me up for a, uh, for a space, and then she said that uh, it didn't actually work out because of a soliciting policy, which I, you know, like, keep in mind, this isn't like I'm upset or airing grievances or anything like that. I understand completely all of, you know, the, the university's kind of, like, rules and reg- regulations. I get it. Um, and, of course, they're there for a reason. No, of course. So. Exactly. They're there for a reason, and, you know, 
it's not like, yeah, they're not going to put a rule there that, you know, doesn't mean anything. Um, so, yeah, so, like, you know, we're, we were trying to do it at UIC, um, and she sent me this email saying, like, oh, you can do it, or you can't do it, but if you, like, go through these people, you can do it. Some different people in the UIC kind of, like, you know, organization, whatever you want to call it. Um, so then I reached out to these people, and they were like, yeah, no, like, you can't sell anything. Like, you can pretty much advertise your stuff, but you can't sell anything here. So that was just, like, a a kick in the pants, honestly. Um, we're still trying to figure out ways around it because I really want to do an event at UIC. I think that'd be super awesome. It'd be really fun to see some of the people at UIC that I met, you know, in the first two semesters come through and show some support. And not even just show, not even just show support, excuse me, but just come through and hang, man, and just, you know... See what we're all about. See what see what the brand is all about. But um, regardless, we are working to uh, figure out a location. I think for sure we definitely want this to be an in person event. We want it to be, and that's that's ideal. But I mean, if we can't get a space, then it's not really much much to do there. Yeah, no. Um, but we're looking. With all that being said, though, we are actively looking for a space, and I am putting all of my effort that I have right now into finding a real space, preferably near UIC, honestly, or at UIC, um, to do this event. Um, if you have any sort of space, though, yeah, please send us an email. Yeah, if, you, if any of you know any type of information about a space or, you know, any type of place that we could do a pop-up shop, even a basement, whatever it is, let us know. We're curious. We just like to, you know, we, we want to make it real. We want to make this a real in-person thing. We want to float to really not just live online, but live in the real world, you know, and not just, yeah. by, not just by wearing the clothes, but by speaking about the brand and by speaking about what it means and truly making the brand um, what it's meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. So let us know. Um, but yeah, until then, I'm just going to keep pushing until we find, until we find a space that works. But this is just part of, like, having a business and yeah. trying to, like, just trying to be in business. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think that we've had uh, a drop necessarily. We might have, but, and, like, a lot of our drops have gone pretty smoothly. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like there's always something that comes up. Yeah. And it's, like, it's just what happens. Yeah. Like, not everything can go exactly how you plan it. No. And that's just part of, like, having a business. Yeah, and exactly. Like, it's just, it's all a part of this. Like, this is all just, like, you get you get faced with these different obstacles, and it's just like, okay, how do we get around this obstacle? Okay, how do we get around this yeah. obstacle? And luckily enough, we've done eight, you know, positive releases that have, you know, drawn well. So, I mean... Eight? Yeah. Oh, you, you actually know the number? like? Yeah, I believe uh, it's between eight and nine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean... Yeah, I just didn't know that off the top of my head, but I know it only because I re- I I looked recently because I was trying to fill out a resume. It was a thing. Yeah. But yeah, I believe we've done eight well received releases. Um, which is pretty solid, man, when you think about it. Yeah. I eight mean, releases is pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um pff, eight is a small number though. We only keep climbing, right? Right. I mean keep going. Yeah. Keep pushing. But yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it is a constant, constant grind to figure out what, you know, how we're going to overcome the next obstacle that we're faced with. But yeah. we keep, we keep doing it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that's just, 
you, you something comes up, something gets messed up, yeah. something's not going to plan. Yeah. You just gotta figure it out. Exactly. There's ways around. There's a solution to every problem. Yeah, there is. You just gotta like. You just gotta figure out the answer. Yeah. You just gotta work hard enough to find the answer. And do enough research to yeah. find the answer too. Shout out my dad. Every he would tell me a lot as a kid. Every yeah. problem has a solution. Yeah, and it still live by it. Yeah, no, still staying sure. afloat. Definitely, always, <laughs> always. Your father was speaking that afloat mentality before you even before you even knew about it. Yep, legend, absolute legend. <laughs> I was born afloat. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's just like, yeah, keep pushing no matter what, and like it, you know, it's all like relatable or it's all like you know i don't know it's just like everyone everyone is faced with obstacles all the time and it's just yeah. about it's not about how you like it's not about like oh i'm faced with an obstacle i don't know what to do it's like okay go find the answer go find the solution yeah. and obviously like much much easier said than done no of course it's just saying like yeah it, like stuff's gonna get in the way but it doesn't yeah. mean you can't still end up where you wanted to be exactly like, or you might end up somewhere else that you didn't expect to be at, but you're happier there than you could have been at the other place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all just like, you know, I guess we're getting a little philosophical now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's all just like, you just, you work as hard as you can and you put in as much effort into the things that you want to do and uh, you end up where you end up. And usually that's going to be a better place because if you put in that hard work, you put in that effort and that time, and that sweat, the blood, the tears, everything, like, you'll get there. You'll get to where you want to be in life. It, yeah. just, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And once again, if anyone has any connection or any available type of, like, space yeah. for a pop-up shop type of event... Let us know. Please. Yeah, please let us know. We're curious. We want to, yeah. And, you know, we'll work with you and stuff. We'll, you know... Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk. Yeah. There'll be conversations involved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and is there anything else that you kind of want to say about just like that whole ordeal? I mean, I don't really have anything to say. Yeah. You've, you've been kind of yeah, with it the most. I've been on the forefront of that. But yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I've been texting Paolo, like, hey, you checking with those people yet? He's yeah. like, yeah, they sent me to this person. It's yeah, like... <laughs> there's been a lot of like, okay, go to this person. Okay, you gotta go to this person. All right, and I just like keep, I'll keep following that map. Like I'll keep, you keep pointing to the, you keep pointing on the map. I'll go to that spot, dude. I'll keep, keep finding it. Yeah. Um, but it's what it is, man. We just keep looking, keep yeah. pushing every time. Um, regardless, I really want to do an event at USC, and I think it'll be yeah. possible. I think, I think eventually we'll get, we'll get there. If not this release, Definitely. eventually something will come. Definitely, like, definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also, like, I don't, I don't know, like, this might be, like, I don't know, talking about business a lot, but, like, I don't, we're not really in, like, an exact rush for this release. I like, mean, we're not exactly, like, trying to, like, put it off as long as we can, but, like, if it, if it dips into April, I don't think that's the worst, I, that's the worst. No, not at all. Yeah. I mean, everything, the thing is, right now, everything is ready. Yeah. Everything is here yeah. at my house. Yeah, we have ready. t-shirts and everything. Everything ready is to go. good to go. Yeah. We're just waiting to, like, put it together in a way that we want it to happen. Yeah. Like, we don't want to, we don't want to put it out until it's, like, we have everything set up. And yeah. Ready to, like, like, we have all the physical pieces, but we don't have, like, the the space or the event ready or yeah. like you know so there's still a things. couple things to work on but yeah i mean theoretically we we could like 
ship out all these shirts tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, like, we could we could post <laughs> it up on the website today if we wanted, and then yeah, yeah, like it's not a big deal like that. It's just about yeah, trying to find that 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 space, trying to find. Um, Trying to make it more of like an event. I feel an like experience. an experience, right? I think like for the past, like since like we started in high school and stuff like that, like it was just all like online based, and that was fine because it was just like and yeah. And then there was the whole like, oh, you see me in school, hit me up, like yeah. I can throw you a shirt. I'll you get you a shirt. Hand me a twenty, whatever. Yeah, no like, big deal. Yeah, and I like there was connection there, but yeah. it, that's kind of like gone away now that yeah, we that we've all like. You know, high school people have all gone their separate ways yeah. in, a, in a way. Yeah. Not, you know, not everybody, but, you know. Everyone's uh, off in college and doing right. their stuff and whatever. So there's a, there's a lot less of, like, that, like, in-person, face-to-face connection. And we're trying to get back to that a little bit with this drop. Yeah, we are. And just, like, and also not only, like, getting back to that face-to-face, face-to-face connection, but just, like, yeah, meeting new people, man. And just, yeah. like, really, like, showing, like everyone not just like the kids at like Vaughn or the kids at Lane like our high school is like where you know like a float and like you know your friends are buying it or whatever like we're trying to show this to everyone yeah and we're trying to make this more of not just like a if you know you know type thing you know what I mean yeah would you agree do you think uh, that's how it was in high school uh, I mean to an extent yeah. it wasn't, we didn't try to make it that way no. that's just kind of how it was like, yeah you know but yeah we're trying to like, obviously, we want as many people to know about a float as possible. Of That's course. That's just the general goal, yeah. like, in a way. But, so, yeah, we definitely want to meet new people and expand the the name of float as far as it can go. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and I'm just, like, I'm excited for that, basically. I'm excited to just, like, try and keep pushing it out and keep showing new people and just keep kind of getting those, like, reactions from different people. Yeah. Like, I want to hear what everyone thinks, negative or positive. I don't yeah. care. I just want to hear. I'm curious. Um, and, yeah, I want, like, not only do I want that, but I also just want you to, like, even if, like, I want I want people to be, like, impacted by it in some way. I want people to be provoked by it in some way. Right. You know, like, yeah. think about it. Maybe, you know... Maybe it leads you to doing something creative by on your own self, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's only so much effect you can have if the only way you're reaching people is, like, through Instagram, and they they double-tap, scroll up, and that's, yeah. like, that's all they see. Yeah. Like, no, exactly. And, like, that's the thing, too, is, like, yeah, it's very much, like, a very virtual, like, clothing brand right now. And you don't see anything until you actually, like, get the clothes shipped to you or whatever, you know? It's not like you, like, walk in somewhere and you see the shirt and you're like, oh, that's really cool, I want that, and then you go purchase it and it's handed to you by one of us and you walk out the door with a smile on your face and a balloon in your hand (laughs) because, you know, you just, like, learn about a small company who's looking to do something in the city of Chicago. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, like, we're talking about a store. The, yeah. What we just described is a, a store. That is a store, yeah. But, you know, we're trying to capture just a little bit of that no, with exactly. some type of in-person event. Exactly. So, let's talk about Salehi Bembry a little bit, yeah? Do we have, yeah. yeah are you tell, tell me everything. All right. So, I'll start off. Salehi Bembry was um, born in New York, and he went to Syracuse University uh, with a major in uh, industrial design, 
which is actually what I just did as my last semester was industrial design. So wait, born in the city? Born in New York City. Yeah, okay. he, was, he grew up in um, uh, oh, what's it called? Not Astoria. He was born in um Tribeca, I believe. Okay. It was, or grew up in Tri- Tribeca, if I'm not mistaken. Wizard the Waverly Place. Is that Area. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So grew up in. I'm, I think it was Tribeca. It could have been somewhere else. Regardless, went to Syracuse University with a major in industrial design. Actually reading, I read a couple of different articles and stuff like that. But after reading some of these articles, it made me rethink industrial design, which is hilarious <laughs> because I had such a hard time last semester. But Rethink it like it might be for you? or Not that it might be for me, but like... I don't know, maybe. Like, it's just, it was so fascinating. If I worked on some drawing skills and, like, I kind of, like, if I already, like, I'd be down to even, like, go back and take those foundation classes I took last semester again just to, like, try and reapprehend those, like, skills wow. and work work better and work, work, like, with more of, like, a, I guess, a focus and, like, a passion. Like, maybe I actually, like, if I really spend the time to work on this, maybe I can really do it, which I think is true. I can do it if I really spend the time and work on it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't know. It was it was fascinating. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So he worked um, originally at Payless. Um, he he signed on there and worked over there designing some shoes and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Yeah, that he started is at so Payless. crazy. Yeah, he started at Payless. Um, I want to see those Salehi Payless shoes. Yeah, right. That would be so crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> so he started at Payless, kind of designing over there, um, and since then he had moved on to different. From Payless and started to work at Cole Hahn, uh, where he served on the innovation team and created um, some different su- su- uh, silhouettes and stuff like that. Really, just like an industrial designer making shoes. Really, just focusing on like, you know, the uh, just like the whole yeah. idea of like the shoe and how to create a new shoe. It's not just like he was like some like already known person signing on to like Nike or whatever. Or, like, not even already known person, but just, like, a, a celebrity or, like, a sports star or whatever, already, like, signing on to Nike or New Balance or Jordan or whatever and just kind of, like, switching up the colorways. Like, he was the one really kind of making, like, the outsole and, you know, the just, like, the, the uppers and choosing all the different textiles that go on the uppers and just kind of choosing all the different colors as well. Um, all of these different things, he was the one kind of behind designing. So I guess that's where, let like... Clearly, that's where the, the foundation for, like, his, like, recent stuff yeah. came about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely in that industrial... Yeah, okay, he grew up in Tribeca, New York. That's what it was. It wasn't... What did I say? You said Tribeca. I did say Tribeca? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you said Astoria, and then you said Tribeca. Okay, well, when I said <laughs> Tribeca, then thank God. Um, yeah, so yeah, went to... Yeah, that's where all that industrial design stuff comes out, right? Is he's, he's working for Payless. He then goes to Kohan. Um, and then he finds his way in 2015 to start working at Yeezy. Uh, he works for the Adidas Yeezy, uh, you know, kind of thing. And he works on seasons, uh, three and four. Um, I can tell you right now that he definitely worked on the boots of, uh, the military boots that Yeezy made, uh, which are actually some of like, I really want a pair of those. Yeah. Or at least just like a pair of military boots. I think those would be fun. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, those were like, sort of like. Timberland-esque, but, yeah. like, more military and, like, more, like, 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely Timberland-esque, but yeah, definitely way more military and just, like, the colors and everything that they came yeah. out in. Very so, beautiful. So, do you, do we, like, so, did he, like, know Kanye? Or, like, do we know how we got from Kohan to Yeezy? Because that's, like, kind of crazy. Yeah, so his supervisor at Kohan worked for Kanye. Wow. Um, and said, Bembry, like, send your stuff over to Yeezy, show them what you do. And he got it. He got a job there. Wow. Yeah. So so like, so he went straight through to Yeezy, not really like Adidas or anything. No, like, he didn't. He didn't like. Yeah, he didn't start at Adidas or anything like that. He was definitely on like the Yeezy side of that whole okay. kind of like partnership. Yeah, that's kind. That's wild. Yeah, which is awesome. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, and then you know he he worked for uh, for uh, excuse me he worked for projects three and four. Of um, of Yeezy, and then he went on to Versace, and he created actually the famous Versace sneaker. Which actually, let me tell you the story behind this because this is even crazier. He saw, um, I believe it was Donatella Versace on LinkedIn, and messaged her, saying Versace does not have any sneakers. All they do are like high fashion, like yeah. shoes and stuff like that. And he like broke down like how like Versace needs to do a sneaker. Yeah. And she or the Versace team hired him on the spot. Wow! And was like, "You're gonna come in and you're gonna do a sneaker for us." Um, he was then he then designed this is such a crazy career path. Yeah, like, <laughs> like he like that's that's what's crazy about it. Is like remember in like the Genius documentary when Kanye goes into Rockefeller Records and yeah. just starts like playing his music to like everyone who will listen. Yeah, that's kind of like what Salehi Bemri is doing. In a way, he's like very yeah, forward, a, that's just a like good comparison, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's he's very forward, just like this is me, this is my stuff. Like, I could be an advocate to your team, I can help. So, this might be jumping the gun a little bit, but yeah. did he make the two chains? Yes, chain he made he the did. chain reaction. Okay, that's what I was thinking of it. Like, when I when you said Versace sneaker, yeah, it was the two chains Versace shoe. That's yeah. so. It's just a crazy shoe. I know. It's an insane <laughs> shoe. And what's crazy about it is like he took like the, the Cuban link chain and he put it on the sole he put it on the sole of a shoe. Which is just like like I I remember when those released. Like I remember I was in like seventh or eighth grade or so. It was because yeah. I think two chains was Yeah, he, well he did the Under Armour shoe. He did we the Under Armour shoe. We went to go meet him. Yeah. And then um I think it was the same time period though. Same he time period. Versace. He was doing he was wearing the Versace chain reactions. Um, I, I am just, I'm blown away right now. This is so crazy. Yeah, no, it's insane. So yeah, definitely, like, if you don't know the Versace chain reactions, look them up. It literally has a Cuban link sole on the shoe, which is really cool. Um, it looks crazy. But, just an outlandish sneaker. Yeah, it is. It is an outlandish <laughs> sneaker, but it's but cool. It's and Versace. It's, that's it's what Versace. it's got to be. Exactly. And it's also really interesting to just kind of, like, see, like, that's his career path. Like, we'll talk more about what he's doing now um, in a bit, but, like, how he kind of, like, started with, like, the chain reaction sneaker and to then to, like, where he is now with the shoes that he's doing now. And yeah. The designing that he's doing now is fascinating. Um, but, yeah, so then he became, or he, he worked at Versace for a while, um, became vice president of sneakers and men's footwear at Versace um, and wow. was doing that. And also, like, he stopped working for Versace in, I believe, around, like, 2020 or so. Oh, I'm sorry, not in 2020, because in 2020 he became the vice president. But he at some point he stopped working for Versace 
and um, was not really given any looks by any other any of the other well known kind of haute couture brands or any of the other like couture brands like Versace, I mean Versace exact or for example, but also just like Gucci or Prada, yeah, Balenciaga, any of these brands, they didn't really look to him at all, which is fascinating. Um, which I mean, I guess that just goes to show you like how quickly things move yeah. in that kind of, like, world and that type of, like, in that type of fashion. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, the chain reaction was kind of, like, well, I, you know, he, I'm sure he did more than just that. Yeah. But, like, like, that stuff can be cool. Yeah. Like, for a year, for a few years. And yeah. then it's just, like, it's just got to change. No, Something exactly. new is going to come along. So you probably, you know, they probably didn't want to hire him just because yeah. they wanted to go in a different direction. Probably, than, yeah. what, than what had been, you know, than where they had been. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, that's probably what it was. It's also just like, yeah, the fashion industry is constantly, like, changing and going in different directions and stuff, and people are always trying to be on the forefront of what's of yeah. what's supposed to happen. They're, they're the ones leading the pack of, like, this is a new wave of fashion, or this is a new way that fashion is going to go into. Right. Like, I mean, if you think about, like, the dad shoe yeah. type of era, like, what was that, like, four-ish years ago, I think, yeah. when, like, the Yeezy Wave Runners and stuff came out? Yeah. Like, that all, like, probably, I don't know if we would have gotten that whole era without the Balenciaga Triple S. No. Like. No. Nah. Like, which is, like, it's just cool to think about stuff like that. Like, how, like, the stuff from, like, the high fashion brands, like, trickles down into, like, streetwear. And, exactly. Like, main, and just, like, mainstream culture. Like exactly. That. And now Adidas is making dad shoes. And New Balance is up, too. And they're making... They're yeah. making the shoes they've been making, but dad shoes are now more interesting, so and people are rocking them more. Nike redid the, uh, what what's that? The what? Monarchs? Yeah, the Monarchs. Yeah, they're redoing Monarchs, and I heard they're actually trying to do a pair of Nike Shocks, too, which I'm hoping for. Yeah. Do you remember I, those? Do you know those? Of the course, Shocks? Of course, yeah. I want a pair of but, those so badly. But yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to notice that. Yeah. But, no, it is. So he, what, what happened after Versace? So he worked with Versace, kind of, things kind of go, they go their separate ways there. And then he creates the uh, Pollux design, right? And the Pollux design, which is fascinating, you see it on the Crocs. Um, his probably his most notable. Oh, so that's just the name of that type of like, the like the circles. Or whatever? Yeah, the, or... his design, the Pollux design. Yeah. Okay. So that's like you you've seen it definitely on like on the Crocs, the Salahi Bembry Crocs. If you have seen the Salahi Bembry Crocs. <coughs> Another thing you should Google if you haven't seen them. Yeah, yeah, definitely another thing you should Google if you haven't seen them. Um, but actually, the way he made that design was using three of his fingers, or his, I believe it was his fingertips. That's how, like, the entire design was created. It's just, like, his fingerprints and stuff like that repeated over, oh. over the shoe. Um, and that's how, like, the mold was created. Okay. Which is fascinating. Yeah, that's that's... That's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, so he did that. And um, what's crazy about that, too, is, like, you know, what I what I read about is, like, which is obvious, but, like, you know, what I'd said before, like, it's not like he's some type of, like, sports superstar or he's not, like, some type of, um, like, already just kind of, like, well, like, celebrity or anything like that. He is an industrial designer. And when you get, like, these people to come in for your brand, like... They, they're, they're not just going to, like, put colors on a shoe. They're going to, like, completely make a new silhouette. And that costs a brand 
like a lot of money. And when you think about Crocs, they did like they they have their shoe, right? And it's like the clog thing and it's like Sonata, like everyone knows it and they've been making that and it's been in production for years and years and it's no big deal. They're not making they're not like like Post Malone did a collaboration with them, remember? Yeah. And they and Bad I think Bad Bunny or Jay Balvin did too. SZA. Yeah. Cars, the movie Cars. Sure. Like, all these all these places have done collaborations. And but, what, but it's the same shoe. It's the same shoe. So what they're doing is they're not going back to the factory and changing the silhouette at all. But what Salahi Bemri did was he changed the silhouette, and it costs Crocs a lot of money to do that, which is, like, fascinating in its own right because, like, they're <clears throat> putting all this trust in Salahi Bemri to, like, make a new shoe and make a whole new silhouette that's going to help them sell really well. Yeah. And it, it did. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. When you think about like the risk that 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 Crocs took, just yeah. like because I I this is the first time I've thought about that. Yeah, no, it's just like it's crazy. Like it's it's a very much a risk on Crocs part to like say, okay, you're gonna do a full new silhouette for us, and like we're gonna trust your judgment, and we're gonna go for it. And it like it paid off. Like that Croc is one of the most probably well-known Crocs now. Like, I'd yeah. put that Croc over any other Croc that I've seen, <laughs> any other collaboration that I've seen. Yeah, no, for sure. It's still, it's super creative. Super creative. So with the Pollux thing, yeah. was that, like, the first time he had used it? Or is it, like, something he had done before and then he transformed it, like, on the Croc, like, yeah. after that? No, that's a great question. From what I know, I believe that's the first time it had been used. Okay. Which is crazy. Not, I don't know, it's not crazy. But, yeah, it's like that's the first time it had been used. And, um, yeah, since, like because of that croc, like, it's, it's, he's, he's moved on now and he's doing other collaborations, you yeah. know? And it's like he's, he's doing stuff with New Balance. Like he's yeah. done a lot of different shoes with New Balance. In the, in the sneaker reselling scene, that's kind of how I got to know about him. Yeah. And just, like, know the name Soehi Bembry. Yeah. Was through New Balance because, I, like, I, have, I actually have resold a pair of his New Balance shoes. And, like, I've definitely, like, heard about him through his New Balance collabs. Yeah. Like, over the years. Like, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, yeah, like, that's really where it kind of, like, where he really took shape was, like, this Pollux design with the um, with the Crocs and then also just, like, all of his designing that goes on with the, uh, with the New Balance and, and the sneakers he's doing there. And you see a little bit of the Pollux design, I believe, in some of the New Balances as well. You don't see it, obviously, as much as you do in, in the Croc, but you still see it a little bit there. Um, and yeah, so he, you know, has kind of like gone around and like he, he doesn't have his own exact brand yet per se. Like he has Sponge, um, which is spelled yes. S-P-U-N-G-E. Um, and that's like his kind of like where he's releasing some of the different collaborations that he's worked on and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's, that's the website I bought from. Right. That's how, yeah. You bought from Sponge. Yeah, yeah. so, and that's where, yeah, like I said, he's doing a lot of his, like, collaborate. that's where he's selling a lot of his collaborations and stuff, but he's not putting out, like, his own exact, like, capsules yet. He's not doing his own stuff yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he's very, like, shoe-oriented, yeah. which it sounds like he is, yeah. like, he's not making, like, t-shirts and stuff, yeah. then... It's like it's hard to just like start your own shoe brand. Like, no, the amount of like just money and like yeah, like you need a factory. You need yeah. so like you need a lot to start making just your own shoes. So it kind of makes sense as why he only really works with established brands yeah. or has so far. Yeah, like, yeah. no, completely. And I mean, you know, like 
like I, he's worked well, I think I said at least on the last podcast I said he's worked with Montclair and he's starting to do some more clothing with them like actual kind of like sweaters and jackets and some pants and stuff like that working on some more outdoor active wear um, like we talked about last podcast and um, yeah he did a colla- he did a castle with Canada Goose that was also oh, like very, yeah he did okay that was also very like um, clothing forward about more clothes than just like shoes and stuff like that right. Um, but what's really fascinating about, like, Salehi Bemery is that, like, he's not, he's not putting himself in a box at all. Like, he's definitely starting with shoes, and he said before that, like, he'll always be a shoe designer first. Um, but there's no telling what he's gonna do. He might do chairs, he might do, you know, he might do furniture. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. He might do more clothes, he might do some different stuff like that. I think, like, really the only thing is, like, you just got to keep watching. Like, he's going to do a lot of different things, and he's going to put out... Yeah. He's going to put out stuff in his own way, and he's really about doing things his own way. Um, and he's just... Yeah, like, like he's just... He's not yeah. going to sit here and try and conform or anything like that, or, like, just, like, sign on and be, like, head of menswear at Versace or something like that. I, I can't see him doing that. I think well, I mean, I, he was, like... He, yes, well, he, he was. He was vice president of... Vice president of footwear and, and men's, like shoes or whatever at Versace right but that was that was also just like a short period yeah, and then he moves on to other stuff and then so, he like, continued on yeah, yeah exactly so I think he's kind of always going to be someone that's like moving around kind of just doing his own thing and feeling you know whatever's right in the moment he's going to go and do which I think is a very awesome way to design and I think that's also just like the the way you're going to find your best designs too and the way yeah. you're going to you know really put all your effort into something as opposed to like really like yeah like, pushing something yeah. and like pushing one thing or whatever yeah. it's like just kind of letting the creativity come when it comes and like doing the things yeah. that like, feel right like we've talked about before you can't force designs no like you can't say okay i need to design 12 new sneakers this year yeah it's like okay well then i'm i designed a sneaker but then i also want i had this idea for a jacket yeah and like whatever like, yeah you just keep like going on whatever you feel like doing and that's exactly. super cool that he's actually making that work and like doing it well he's doing it yeah exactly he's making it work and he's doing it really well and actually i think one of the best like one of the best things that i saw like or read out of these articles it was mentioned i think in every article i've read was that he was offered a position at nike to come in and um do like a in it's called like a creative it's called like the nike's creative, creative Rever- kitchen oh okay or something sure and it's like working under tinker hatfield um and kind of like designing shoes there and at nike and just kind of like doing stuff over there yeah and it was obviously came with a pretty big paycheck but he said he wasn't interested he said it's yeah. not what i want to do like i'm not i'm not here to like work for people i'm here to kind of do my own thing and kind of like decide how i'm gonna go like he doesn't want to be like a this shoe was made by nike but actually designed by salehi bembry he's more of like the i this was designed by salehi bembry for nike yeah you know what i mean yeah i i mean it's i you got to respect that yeah it's a bit it's a big move to turn that down no at the the same time though that would have been really cool to see some salehi bembry nike shoes it would be especially like under the tinker umbrella it would be cool but at the same time i don't know i like i like yeah maybe it wouldn't have been because it would have been kind of like it would have been i feel like it wouldn't have been been him exactly and i feel like he's got he's he gets a lot of that creative freedom from places like new balance from montclair 
from Crocs, from, you know, all these Canada Goose, all these places that he's worked with, um, that you're just not going to get at Nike. You're not going to yeah. get that same creative freedom. Like, yeah, that's why like, Kanye left. Yeah, and Kanye also was not getting paid royalties. That was also another big reason. That's I read that in another uh, thing, is that yeah. he's not getting... Kanye left Yeezy, or I'm sorry, Kanye left Nike because he was not getting paid any royalties. Yeah. And now, I mean, Salehi is getting paid royalties for every shoe and every yeah. collaboration I he's mean, doing. What I've heard about the the former Kanye West Adidas deal, yeah, or yeah, was just how, like, insane the royalties were. Yeah, like, he got a nice percentage, and yeah. like when you're selling a two hundred dollars shoe and you're selling fifty thousand pairs of it, yeah, like you're and you're getting royalties on it, like that's a big check. No, it is a it's a huge check, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it also just goes to show like the difference that individual creators the power that they have now yeah um you know kanye was not getting paid any royalties and now salehi Bembry is doing all of his own things and choosing what he does and kind of being uh you know he just he decides he decides what he wants to do and when he wants to yeah. do it and all these things and he's still getting he's getting paid royalties and he's given all these things out of you know yeah so it's just like it shows that just like people you know from before you know, kind of stamp that path down so that Slayhee Bembry could walk and do as well as he's doing now. Yeah. I mean, the the climate is changing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The climate's changing, and it's forever changing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have on Slayhee yeah. Bembry. Um, he's doing stuff with Montclair now. Um, he's supposedly releasing, it's, like, it's, a Crocs flip-flop, actually. Wow, that's a cool. Pollux so flip-flop. with Montclair, is, he just, was it just, is it just the one collection, or is it... Okay. I believe it was just the one collection. Yeah. Um, he did the Trail Whips or something like that. I forget exactly what they were called. Um, but, yeah, he did, like, a shoe for them that normally retails for $750, <laughs> which is pretty large price point. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, um... I mean, it's Montclair. No, exactly. You kind of <laughs> expect it from places like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, he is doing some very amazing things, and he's doing it all at his own pace and all at his own kind of, like, vibe, which is awesome. And it's kind of like a, uh... It's a hope for us in the future. Like, this is... Salehi Bembry's kind of, like, model is exactly something I'd like to follow. Um, and I'm sure, honestly, a lot of all creators would like to follow kind of Slayhee Bembry's kind of role or just, like, the way he kind of does things. Um, and, yeah, that's, like, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I can give you on Slayhee Bembry. That's yeah. my That's my Thank you for that. I learned a lot. Dive. It's very fascinating stuff. Yeah. I Thank hope you it was for good. that. I hope you guys liked <laughs> it. I hope I gave enough information. Um, but, yeah. Salehi Bembry, someone very interesting. And I, I, I think uh, right Tremaine Emery is next week. Tremaine Emery is next week. Look out for that. Should be some should be some cool stuff. He's doing some cool stuff this season with Supreme. Yeah. So I still haven't checked out that, that Supreme uh thing yet. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We'll we'll come, I'll we'll show you some stuff. Alright, cool. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> we'll talk about it next we, yeah. we show me and we can talk about it deeper next week after sure. the deep dive. Sure. Great. We'll do a deep dive, and then we'll go deeper, and we'll talk about the, the, the Supreme release for, what is it, spring-summer that they're doing now? Yep, spring-summer, yep. yep. For sure. Um, with that all being said, Caleb, is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Nope, this was the, uh, this was the first float deep dive on the podcast. Yep. Hope you all liked it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. 
Yeah. See you next week.